Hello, everyone, and thank you for coming to the Dads, Beards, Nerds Prime Podcast, Episode 18. The podcast where one of us can grow a beard and the other not so much. My name's Anthony. And I'm George. And today we are joined by the wonderful Michael McCown, who is a friend of mine, a friend that I didn't get to know so well, a nerdy friend who I'd love to be possibly inside him. Uh, (laughs) Michael hit me up on Facebook, I believe, and said, hey, bitch, I want to talk about Apex because I got some themes to say. And I said, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do it. Michael, tell, tell, tell everybody what you said to me. Uh, well, I mean, I really wanted to talk about uh, the new the new kid on the block here for uh, Battle Royale. So, um, yeah, because I've got a lot of time in BRs in general. So, I, I you know, so this is the subject to be on right right about now. I think this is hot. Perfect. Okay, so let's jump into the housekeeping real quick, get it out of the way. If you enjoyed the podcast, please check out our reviews, which have not been be- being posted on Saturdays. Um, we're so, we're rev- so busy. I'm sorry about that. So the way the reviews kind of work, and I need to change it on the template as well, is George and I kind of do the reviews when we have the inspiration to do the reviews. So that Saturday slot is more of a wild card open slot where if we have the inspiration to do something on that day that doesn't require just a new segment or a podcast segment, we'll throw it in there. So hopefully we'll be doing one soon we're, we're both playing through games and hopefully we'll get that inspiration soon um if you'd like to support the podcast other than listening please check out our anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents 4.99 or 9.99 per month we have upgraded that we have tiers now for that where depending on what tier you go through the 99 4.99 or 9.99 we will give you specific perks in our Discord, whether that be getting a monthly chat and slash sit down with George and I, uh, the chance to win PC codes, or just uh, your own private room in the Discord. Also, nice. we have a sponsorship template written out. So if you know a company that's pretty much internet-based, uh, if you're a company in Wisconsin and you sell niche trophies for Little League teams, we're probably not the best person uh, for, to, to sponsor. But if you know a company on the internet that is small or is willing to sponsor a podcast, please let us know. We would love to send them that sponsorship template. Next up, find us on Twitter at DadsBeardsNerds, Instagram at DadsBeardsNerdsPodcast. Find our Discord link in our Twitter bio. We are cultivating a Discord community, and uh, we would love you to be a part of that. Once again, that link is in our Discord bio. Find us on twitch.tv slash DadsBeardsNerds, where, if all goes right, in two more sessions, or two more uh, broadcasts, we will be affiliated, which is going to be fucking awesome. Yes. Find George at Ghioco on Twitter. That's G-H-I-O-C-O. And find me, Anthony, at DadBobPlays. I'm not going to spell it because it spells itself. So, Michael, we're going to start with you. What are you playing right now? Um, Well, at the moment, nothing, right? (laughs) Uh, You fucking (laughs) smartass. Well, um, so... Resident Evil came out, yeah, and I was playing a bit of that, and I thought that that was that's just the bee's knees. I grew up with Resident Evil, everything, and uh, I loved the, how they remade it and I everything. Sti- I still haven't uh, picked yeah. it up; it's killing me. <sighs> the atmosphere alone is worth it. Plus, when you first get in it, you don't realize how like strong you are, or as strong as they are, as the zombies are. 
So it, it, it leaves a very intense battle um, until you realize, you know, what, what's, what's actually going on in the game. I was watching you uh, stream it on Twitch the, the one day you streamed it, and it looks fucking amazing, and I've been seeing other people play it, and I, I will pick it up eventually. Fuck, I just picked up Biohazard, so I plan on streaming that once I get my Elgato, but for now... Biohazard? Well, that's the, the the one that came out, what, a year and a oh, half ago? right, right, right. Yep. Yeah. Um, it was kind of the reboot to the series, if you, it, I mean, if you really want to get down to the nitty-gritty. Yeah, let's see. Um, I, I, I think I started playing that a bit, mm -hmm. and um, I just I didn't get into it so much. It was too real to Tuolumne County? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah, exactly. Had to get um, out of there somehow. Can't go back. So what else are you playing? Um, uh, Dead Cells. Yes. Oh fucking God, yes. Dead Cells. That, that game is fantastic. Game of the year, I think, um, or last year, if I would have had to choose. If I were, if we, like, we kind of did a game of the year type thing, um, and if you, we were, you were to split it up into two topics, like, uh, like, AAA game of the year would have been God of War, and my indie game of the year would have, would have hands down been Dead Cells. Okay, AAA, God of War, yeah, you know what, I, I didn't quite beat that game. I got about a little bit more than halfway, I got my, uh, my two swords. I played yeah. for a little bit longer, and then that was about it. I got distracted with PUBG again. <laughs> again. <laughs> the shameful again. Yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while, I get just pulled right back into the PUBG world because it gives me that, um, that <clears throat> adrenaline adrenaline boost when you're, like, the top five and you don't know where anybody is and you hear, like, a grenade go off. And that, that old, that old beat-up catcher's mitt. That always answers the phone at 3 a.m. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, old faithful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, George, what have you been playing? Well, I've been playing a lot of Oxygen Not Included, of course. Um, some of which I've been doing on the Dad's Beards Nerds Twitch. So that's been a lot of fun. We uh, started an introduction to Oxygen Not Included over on the channel. So if you're curious about why I ramble it, about it so much and want to check it out, you should come over and check us out. Um, outside of that, shameless plug. Uh, uh, I poured a lot of time in, lately into Apex Legends. so Which is also, coincidentally, topic number one tonight. So stay tuned it, for that. It is the only topic tonight. Yeah. <laughs> It is a, well. It's the biggest news right now, so it makes sense to be a topic. So, well, the good thing about well, it is all, it's got oh, so much to it. So, well, I was gonna say, you know, where did it come from? First of all, um, it nowhere. Was, it, it left, was, yeah, uh, I was gonna sure. say left field and from Respawn Entertainment. So, like the only people I know of that were playing it before it even came out was well, Prophet on Fire was talking about it. He was part of the. Yep. They, um, they flew him out to California. Yeah, for it was. It. It was part of the team who fucking checked it out him um also a lot of uh like high-end streamers like doc shroud courage darkness 429 ninja like all those guys got got early access to check it out as well i mean they, they've all basically posted um about it the day it came out at the same time right because mm -hmm. i'm sure that their uh their secrecy policy or whatever they had to sign the nda uh signature um, was to a certain date. Oh, yeah. no. Let me right tell you something. Time. Those NDAs are down to a specific time. Right. Like, I've had, I've had to sign plenty of those things. Trust me. Like, it's just like, 
You're I, I, I honestly, I felt like I signed less papers when we bought our car, Anthony. Wow. To put it in perspective, <laughs> Jesus. I signed yeah. so many papers when I was checking out when our in doing Battlefield <clears throat> Hardline and all those games. Like when, it was just like. When there's a bunch of paperwork like that, I'm like, isn't there like a fucking docu sign I could just sign? I asked for a flow chart. <laughs> and they were they laughed and i was just like no i'm just kidding but seriously a flow chart would be nice <laughs> um let me let me just knock out what i'm playing real quick and then we will jump into the topic because really i haven't had a whole lot of time in the last week since we recorded to play like a whole lot and it's it's really just been apex legends in the you know 30 minutes to 45 minutes that i've had to play so um apex legends is what i've been playing about um and without further ado and no more wasting dead time on talking about it when it's not in the topic now apex legends boys mike came to me he said hey i want to be on the podcast i want to talk about apex legends this game came out of nowhere and i was like fuck yeah let's do it like when do you want to be on we, we finagled it for today and now we're here so topic one is apex legends if you're on the template mike you on the template i am not what what is this template uh, I sent it's in your email. I sent you an invite for it to your email. It is the podcast template of basically how it's broken down. So I've got Apex Legends written in topic one with some like talking notes. So I figure we'll go over each talking note first. Okay. So the first talking note great. is is the playable legends, which is their characters, their skills, and their alts. <clears throat> um so Apex Legends is sort of like a battle royale and overwatch mixed together in a sense where your characters have uh like a special skill like let's say wait, what's the robot's name Ooh, you know what i, I haven't spent a lot of time with uh well, the robot to be honest let's call let's call him chappy let's just call, <laughs> call him chappy for now uh george if you want to look up uh, i'm looking at it names up right now yeah um so the the robot which you would know he kind of looks like the robot from infinite warfare as well pathfinder um, Pathfinder. Uh, that's, yeah, of course, Pathfinder, because he, so, he finds paths. Exactly. So to use Pathfinder as an example, Pathfinder has uh, two skills, and a lot of uh, characters also have kind of like a Pascal skill as well. I think that's what it's called. Passive skill. Passive, yeah. Uh, pa uh, yeah, passive skill. Uh, so but Pathfinder's main skill that, that you'll have most of the time is a grappling hook, which is cool as fuck to use. Um, and then his alt is he can make a zip line between where he's at and he can place it wherever he wants to place it. And then you've got this kind of way of getting out, or if you're really deep in the circle, the circle's coming, you can use it as a nice little speed boost to kind of That's huge. Traverse. Yeah, um, it, it's good to note, too, that his his ult charges rather quickly compared to some of the other legends, too. So it's Yeah, because well, yeah, he's he's all support. Yeah, he's more easily... He's it's easy to use his ult and not really regret it, because to me, if you're on a zip line and you're trying to shoot somebody, you're kind of wasting your time. Um, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's more for a get the hell out of dodge situation and or shortening that distance between you and that circle. So what do we think about the, the playable legends, AKA characters? There's um, alts. What do we think about this system? You know, I really like how they have every, every character has two, two powers or so, um, or two, two, um, two things that they can do that's special. And, um, I think Somewhere in the future, there's going to be where you can pick and choose what you want um, for your special to be. Mm -hmm. um, but having having a system where it's like Overwatch um, is perfect for a battle royale. 
I've played I've played a couple other battle royales that are that are um, not exactly like this, um, but they're with powers, and it didn't flow as well. Nothing 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 was balanced enough. Yeah, think, that's yeah yeah. This is this is this is a great system. We're looking at you, lawbreakers. Fuck, I I, I really <laughs> like like honestly, yeah. I don't feel like any one character has a leg up on another character with those specific um, like. With the even with the alts, except for like, like Bangalore's alt is obviously better than Pathfinder's alt, um, where it's like Bangalore calls in basically an airstrike. But yes. I don't feel like 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 any one character has an alt that is like the game breaking alt. I see. I do kind of disagree with you there, and <clears throat> okay. only based off of some <clears throat> of their passive skills. I find that Gibraltar, Wraith. And uh, <clears throat> oh, what's the healer? Lifeline. They're they're pretty well. They're better rounded in terms of their overall skill sets in compared to the others. Caustic can control certain zones, but if he's caught out in the open, he's pretty pretty shit out of luck. It's just a straight yeah. up gunfight. Pathfinder. We've already kind of talked about him. Um, Mirage is kind of interesting only because. He has those decoys, which I haven't fallen for one of them yet. Um, so I don't know how effective you could really say he is. I'm sure there are some really good players out there. Bloodhound is awesome because you can really see all those different hints and stuff around the map. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Bangalore, yeah. Bangalore is a slightly... She's better because she's got her smoke grenade launcher. But if you're looking at the ults and comparing those apples to apples... Gibraltar's ult is way better than Bangalore's, and they're basically the same thing. It's just Gibraltar's mm-hmm. drops in a large circular area, and Bangalore's is just in one straight line. So it's a little bit more effective in that larger dome. So, like, I'm going to use Bangalore as the example because I did with this with her. Um, her ult, I've never once used it for attack purposes. Yeah, it's uh, always one, like well, a get the heck out of there kind of thing. Well, no, not even that. It was with uh, with one of the games I won with some of what some of the friends on PlayStation. Um, I used her alt against the last team to keep them in one specific spot. Oh sure, yeah, and absolutely. That, that was what helped us win because I threw down all I threw down my two smokes. We had a uh, caustic in the group as well who could see you know people in the smoke, and we'll talk about that in a second because that's one thing I fucking love about this game. Um, you know, I throw down my two smokes right away. And then I take my alt and I throw it in that vicinity of that same area because I want them to stay there. Plus, they're going to be bogged down anyways because they can't go in that, but it's not going to hurt us. And then we went in and we basically just, you know, w- wiped out what was left of them. <clears throat> now, I agree with you. Gibral- Gibraltar's, um, his alt is a better version of Bangalore's. But I'm not really using Bangalore's alt in order to do, like, damage. I'm using it to kind of uh, push those, those players into an area or keep them keep them into an area so i'm using it more as an aoe if anything that 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 definitely makes sense um it's kind of like uh herding sheep or something you herd a cattle uh into an area that's it's perfect for a good flank or um it's a zoning tool smoke the smoke is also a great great uh distractor more than um let's go fight in the smoke yeah, it's, it's a oh, great zoning tool for sure. I do like the smoke. I do like using the smoke when um, I knock down an enemy or take them out, and I want to go check their chests as we're being hit, or maybe I ran out of like uh, shield so I can smoke, 
hop over to their little crate, see if they have shield, recharge real quick, and then get back in the fight, like, essentially. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, so one of the things that um, I think that's great about this game in particular is the, is the um, armor system, the armor the, and the health and the boost. Uh-huh. And, and and how your armor is attached to your your actual chest plate and how many how many boosts you can have on that okay. so I think I think that's really it, it's a it's a breath of fresh air on top of the um, the fortnite system where it doesn't have the available slots it's just wherever you know you find an extra you can you can chug it up to 100 percent I think yeah. this is a lot better and it, and it promotes uh, killing other players uh, so that you can you can go in and be almost assured that you can get some better gear for yourself yeah. from from those other players. Right. So when here's you take a, out, oh, what's up? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say when you take out like three teams, you're you're almost guaranteed to have like per, all purple gear, you know. And, oh yeah, uh, definitely. All blue attachments at least. So here's the other thing I, I like with these characters. A lot of the characters have a passive skill. Uh, Bangalore, is, when she's getting shot out or she's getting hit, she runs faster. Um, that is handy. So, but it's not even that. The passive skills that I love are, are, are the ways that people are teaming up the eight legends in order to get more out of those passive skills. Like I said earlier, with Bangalore and Caustic, Caustic can see through smoke. So Bangalore pops her smoke, Caustic can still see the enemy. Like, yeah. that's, that's game-changing. There's really great pairing on this because it's oh, a three-player-only yeah. three <clears throat> team. Yeah. I think that's one of the one of the great things about this game too is that you know um, for a long time I was playing four four uh, squads four yeah. person squads and um, I just I didn't like it as much as duos I like mm -hmm. duos a lot more and I started getting really into duos and then this game came out you can't do duos but it's not quite as heavy um, as as like a squad so yeah. it, it's got a really great balance right there. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. I do. George, I, I kind of wish I was giving you a chance to talk before yeah. I jumped in and talked so, for eight minutes. <laughs> sorry, uh, I I do kind of wish they would implement down the road just a solo mode, a solo queue mode. Um, yeah, I I don't know. It, to me, I I it's like you said that experience in PUBG of just being solo and playing through a match and getting in top top ten or top twenty or whatever that gets you those butterflies in your stomach you know um i, I would like that only because there are a lot of times when i am playing and either my friends are at work or whatever and it's just like oh this kind of sucks um sometimes i get into i've gotten into plenty of of random matches though and people are communicating and that is something i gotta pay respect to this game for is it has really gotten random people communicating very well between the comm system and the ping system in game um and absolutely and it, i i don't think there's been a game of this caliber that's come out even overwatch that's encouraged this amount of teamwork in terms of voice and the ping system yeah the ping system is the best one that's ever been implemented in my opinion hands down um hands down yeah absolutely. i 100% yes. agree with you it's yeah, fucking awesome. It's a great system. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm trying to use all of the wheel, the whole wheel. I'm trying to trying to do it so that other people can see it or more used to it. Like, 
like people have been here, you know, and it's yeah. not not enemies here, but hey, this looks this, this looks has been little... looted. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, been looted. It's, it's it's a great tool. Um, it definitely. I mean, even somebody without a mic can effectively communicate, and that's that's critical in a game like this. And I think that they really did a fantastic job of bridging that gap. Um, with, with with that ping system, um, but it, like to build off Anthony's previous point. I'm sorry to get off kind of off topic on things good, with the uh, you know the alts comboing and stuff. Have you guys had like a wraith player teleport you out of a really shitty situation? Oh yeah, wall down. Even. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean it's it's that is like I, I, I was joking with my brother when we were playing. I was just like, you know, the emo tracer is pretty good, and he was just dying. Because we play Overwatch, you know. <laughs> I said she's yeah. actually pretty good. I, I, I referred to as referred to her as the emo tracer. But um, <laughs> if you really, it's it's like you said, if you really start chaining these abilities and these passive abilities together, man, you can have some crazy combos. I saw one clip of somebody using the wraith to teleport a team to the waterfall, and then they kicked them off. And yeah, they won, and they, and they won the, the won the game, and I was just like, "What the what? hell?" That's crazy. Or, or they followed the teleport like, as a bait, and it was just like yeah. they kicked him right off. It was incredible. There's so, some there's people are doing some crazy like like to get back on the skills and alts and everything. People are doing some like super like people got to be doing things that I don't think the developers saw people doing, like or or anticipated people doing. Mm. And that's that's when you know you've made a really great game is when the like the skills or the basically the systems you've implemented in your game like people are doing things that like I'm sure they had a list of, of possibilities they thought were possible and people are, are are doing stuff with that that they never thought uh, I'll use um, prey as an example uh, the demo for prey had people utilizing weapons and systems in that game to get to spots in that area. Or spots in that demo that were that that were supposed to be locked, and they were able to find a way to get into it to hit a button that wasn't supposed to be working, but still worked because of the demo build. Um, like people are, I just think people are doing like some crazy ass shit. Which I'm gonna put us to the next subtopic of this topic: the weapons and the weapon balance. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, good. Um, I I feel like um, every weapon has its place, except for maybe. You know the the mosaic, uh, Mozambique, Mozambique, yeah. Twenty twenty, those those weapons really don't need to be in the game, um, or they should just be everywhere. Yeah, I I kind I kind of feel that the uh, oh Christ, I'm blanking on the name of the it's a, the heavy pistol, wingman, uh, the wingman. That's right. Oh boy. Oh my that's God, not, the that's wing the weapon, man. man. So that's the, what actually that's the weapon of choice for just about everybody. You're watching Shroud. Ninja and Doc on there, they're using the wingman. So I use, yeah, basically if I can get my hands on a wingman and or triple take or a, uh, damn, what's that shotgun? I'm telling you right now. Hold on, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, Not the Evo 8. No, I know what you're talking about. The Peacekeeper. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Th- that's my favorite weapon combination right there. I, I feel like I get my best bang for the buck. That the wingman is just a solid pistol. But it has zero, zero recoil. I mean, especially on PC, it's just well, it goes right back to the point that you were aiming at yeah. originally. And right? if you if so you a give it just a, will... yeah, if you give it just a little time, it goes right back to that point, and you could really just decimate people even at close range with that pistol. I mean, it has enough power. Um, but yeah, I would agree. The Mozambique, 
it's just terrible um i understand why they have the light pistols in the game it's just like grab it it's your first it's supposed to be the first weapon you grab in the ditch but the mozambique is a little underwhelming considering it only has three rounds um and it's a shotgun i kind of feel like considering it's a shotgun maybe it should do a little bit more at close range but i don't know well it's surprisingly accurate from a distance and that's true too most of the shotguns are i mean you can really put some pepper on someone even at 50 to 60 meters in that game no problem and get some decent damage and if their shields are broken or armor's broken well shit you might as well be peppering them Welcome to Easy Street, bitches. Exactly. I, I jumped in the test range. Obviously, you have to in the first portion of the game. But that was the first thing I noticed. was like, man, these shotguns can really reach out and touch somebody, especially coming from Battlefield, where they have that they have a really extensive damage drop-off system for, for shotguns, where after a certain amount of meters, it's just nothing. And there's really no point in even taking the shot. Um, it, it was just like... You can see that you're doing substantial damage with a shotgun, even at range. So, what's what's your guys' favorite uh, favorite setup? Uh, wingman if, if, with an assault. Rifle. Ammo's not an issue. Wingman, wingman with an assault rifle. Ooh, if wingman I had assault rifle. Uh, I really like the Spitfire. Um, I'm fond of that. If I can, if I have enough ammunition for it, I'll, I'll definitely use a Spitfire and. Uh, I've I've had a lot of good luck with the triple take too. So if I had my yeah. my supreme setup, it'd be like Spitfire triple take or triple take Ooh. and not or uh, excuse me, uh, Peacekeeper, Wingman. That's another good one. I'll I'll try to strive for. Yeah, that's a good one too. That's a really good one. Yeah, the Peacekeeper. Uh, especially when you get that uh, that what is it the the choke? Yeah, the on peace- that Peacekeeper. Yeah, if you get the Peacekeeper oh, with the full yeah. choke. And you have the wingman with the skull tapper. Um, I mean, it's 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 GG everyone. I mean, you're you're gonna be doing seventy per shot, especially up close. So it's. But despite all this, I know all this about the game. Okay, I've got a lot of time in this. I have still, I'm almost level twenty. Have not gotten a single win in this fucking game. Whoa! <laughs> what? Yeah, George, wow. you don't even know. George and I personally, like, on Discord and text, George has been one salty boy. I have, wow. This game has gotten me. I, I I told Anthony, you could fucking <laughs> brine a bird with me because I am so pissed. <laughs> like, I, I, it's just, I get it. It's a battle royale. You're not supposed to win every match by a long no. shot. I get it. But, God damn, this game has it out for me. I don't know what it is. I have uninstalled it twice. Like, I have just got... <laughs> I've gotten so angry and so frustrated. And I, I still... I I still want to play it. And it's just infuriating me. But I realize now, like, I really have to kind of limit myself. Um, because when I overdo it, I get into a really negative mood. And it, it just really... It really messes with me. Um, especially after playing for a couple hours and just getting nothing. And it's just pretty defeating but uh, i have also had that same experience where it's defeating because you know i've been i was playing this game for uh you know four hours and no wins but it's a lot of it is your teammates and how well you you work with them so i try try to go to the discord and find myself a group um i i like playing with randoms but the problem with the random is play one game with them yeah right 
So building a rapport, building a team um, is really important in this game, and a lot of people aren't using their pings. A lot of people aren't doing, doing their, their callouts. They're they're leaving the team behind, you know, uh, going for more loot. You know, they call them loot goblins. <laughs> loot so, goblins. You know, a lot of that a lot of that is an issue, you know, with playing with randoms. But you find yourself a good team, and you're likely to win the game. I mean, see, basically, I've I've played with nobody, both 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 teammates and just randoms, and I just I still we just cannot get the damn win, and it's that's what's so frustrating because I know that's like the case, like it's it's heavily dependent on your squad mates, right. it's heavily dependent on your gear. I've done the research, I figured out what works best. I really like these loadouts I mentioned before, but son of a bitch. Like I still can't get the damn win, but you know, I again, I I don't want to sound like a broken record here. It's just for me personally, it's been a really frustrating experience. So, Mike, have you got it? Have you won yet? Yes, yes, I've won a few times. Everybody's okay, okay, fucking okay, won okay, except okay. for me, Anthony. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I've got I put a lot of hours in though, you know. I've got four dubs on this game, you fucking nerd. <laughs> Count it. One, two, three, four. That's more than three, but less than five. That's four dubs. Um, so I have found um <clears throat> apparently I've got a shit ton of friends that are really fucking good at this on uh, PlayStation, but I have won one game with four kills and about three revives with randos. Cries with inside. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but uh like so so I'm finding already more success in this game. Uh, or just about as much success in this game so, that I've had in like Fortnite. So here's a theory I have, and, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm 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 not sure, but are are you are you playing on PC, uh, Mike? Yes, yes, I'm playing on PC. Okay, so fucking PC dorks. I have seen <laughs> personally amongst my friends that a lot more people on console are getting wins more consistently, and I just wonder if that has something to do with the higher level of play on pc especially when it comes to shooters <laughs> what a backhanded compliment <laughs> no 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 i uh i, I do see anthony that. you and, suck and the control yeah. okay so the control scheme is obviously different with the keyboard and the mouse right for sure for the, sure you've got a lot more at your disposable disposal at with with you like your one hand um but on a controller you've got i don't know it feels a little clunky when you're trying to snipe let's say you know you have to move move your cursor around with a with a stick um that being said i think that the higher level players do pick pc if they can because they will get the most the most out of their skill because they're they're versed in the in in the skill of keyboard and mouse and as you know as as everybody says you know pc master race da 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 da, da you know uh that 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 you get a lot more precise shots with keyboard and mouse. So you're gonna find you're gonna find that people are doing better in PC, even if they're not even if their games. skill isn't as good. Yeah, and, and, well, and that's the thing is like I'm getting, you know, six seven kills per match, couple revives too, and we're still losing. But well, that's still good though. You're uh, yeah, still doing I, great. I still see you know some of the some of the stats that people are posting on console, and I'm just kind of like, okay, you got two kills, good for you. Um, but it, it's, and I'm not diminishing the win by any means, but I just, that's generally what I've been seeing. And, and again, I'm not, I'm not a PC master race guy. I have plenty of consoles. Um, I, I was a console player originally. 
It's just I've transitioned to PC because it's a lot easier for me to play on my PC than it is for me to hog the TV and piss off my kids. So, <laughs> okay, for sure. Um, okay, so let's go to the next the next little talking point: map layout. What do you guys mm. think about the map? What do you think about the map layout? Because be honest, I, I'm gonna start this one off. I think the layout's pretty fucking like good. I like I, I lo- love this map layout and a lot of hills to accentuate that slide skill. A lot of hills, a lot of choke points. Definitely. And then the, the redeploys make make uh, traversing a lot easier. Even though yeah. I don't know how to do a vertical traverse after my descent, um, that I saw Doctor Disrespect do. It's oh, insane. Yeah, Have you seen when, that? Yeah, when when almost like they slow it down, like they're able to like glide longer. Yeah, they're able to glide longer and vertically. And, yeah, and they, they position themselves in like, that hover mode, and they kind of get a little bit more distance out of it. It's pretty. What crazy. is that? I I have no idea how they do it. Yeah, neither do I. I, I don't know how to do it on console. I have no, figured on, out the. Why don't I have a keyboard and mouse? I have figured out the the long distance <laughs> glide though. Um, upon the initial drop. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Me that, too. that that's definitely something that a new player needs to figure out fast because, pretty much wherever the dropship is, you could make it to the other side of the map. You could. Yeah. Easily. I mean, it, it's it, there's no area that's like cut off from the drop. You just have to plane out for long enough. Yeah, and and then yeah. you know maintain your speed. That's the basic thing. So. So my only my only gripe with the map layout actually has to do with the uh, amount of weapons, on the map. Uh, I feel like when you're first dropping, there are some spots where you'll go into a bigger building and there'll be absolutely no weapons. And I'm like, how is there, out of all the buildings in this area, how is there not at least a pistol in this building? Okay, I can see that. Um, but at the same time, uh, a lot of the wins that I have had, we've dropped in the blue area. So high okay. tier loot, high tier loot right off the bat. Yeah. Um, you're pretty much going to be set uh, with with the decent guns too and decent armor so you'll be able to take a fight more quick like more more quickly um when you do those hot drops and sometimes they're not even all that hot not yet anyway <laughs> not till i get in there you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah i've done a couple of hot drops and i that the firefights in the beginning tend to be pretty intense um and then after that you're pretty much more better equipped if you run into anybody randomly around the map than they are going to be so it's a pretty easy take too but um, there's a lot of times I've done hot drops like that into the blue zone and it's just like insta dead like <laughs> so it is a risk versus reward factor for sure now um, some of the places that I like to drop the best um, are Skulltown yes. uh, Thunderdome Artillery and um, the hyd- the Hydra Dam. Um, and it's not towards the outside. Some some of them are right right there on the on the corner. But water treatment plant. I don't get enough loot. Uh, um, market enough loot. The bunkers too small for for a full team. The pits too small. Slum Lakes is okay for uh, for let's say a full a full team alone. Uh, but a fight, getting a fight right there, right off the bat, is is not so much fun. Um, and the river running right through the middle was is really good. Um, some of the map design in, like say black blackout, um, was really good. How there was two streams and then there was a tad of water, um, 
and like so three different islands kind of together this one is the one island it's a lot smaller than say a PUBG map or or blackout um, but with the 60 maximum people uh, it's a good size with enough choke points to make it interesting yeah and I think those choke points are definitely critical especially in the hills the upper hill areas in the center I think that's that's also critical yeah um, you, another you, thing that I liked but you gotta have the high ground yeah exactly <laughs> but another thing that I liked about this map is that you can't get all the way to the top without breaking the rules I, I like that and I, I think that legitimately keeps camping from happening right um, outside of the circle of course but so and I you think... can you can go in there too into uh the into the area uh the 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 maiden for a bit and you can eat it for the first couple circles too just like any other br i like that yeah. um i think the map layout's pretty fucking perfect um when it comes to kind of dead space i don't feel like there's any particular spot where there's not a chest or weapons on the ground that you can pick up uh i feel the pacing between each individual like location is pretty well thought out the like i said the hills like sliding in this game is fucking awesome and it's a great way to get somewhere faster and i feel like any given point you've got like the option to do like a longer slide which is something that i feel that they really wanted to accentuate uh i just i i, I personally am really enjoying this map whereas with some with something like blackout or uh fortnite i feel like there's like three spots where i always want to jump and in this game in Apex, I feel like if anybody calls out a spot, I'm down to jump there because I feel that every single spot has something to offer regardless of location. Okay, yeah. It does definitely have something to offer. Like I mean even in the even the swamps, if you can if you can spend the time out there, um uh, there's often um really good stuff out there. Okay. So the next topic within this first topic What's up with the quick adoption rate by high-tier streamers and pro esports players? So, what I mean by that is, is literally, from the second this game came out, every single high-tier esports player and streamer, influencer, people of notoriety, were playing this. And it wasn't just, oh, Dr. Disrespect's playing this, and then Shroud was like, what? It was like, literally, every single high-tier streamer and esports player started it at the same time so this has obviously been a game that has been going that is I, this game doesn't feel rushed is what i'm trying to say this game doesn't feel rushed and i feel like right from the get-go or at least right when they realized they had something special they they reached out to all these uh, streamers and influencers and were like yo we got this game uh here's what we got we want you to be part of this check it out and i feel like within the last year or two they've been working pretty uh pretty close with all these streamers to basically um get them hyped up for it so I mean, I mean that's that's how PUBG started too. There was no there was no advertisements for PUBG. I didn't see one until like a year after after it it's, it had been popular. Um so they I think PUBG was the first one that uh started with streamers and the high the high tier streamers. Um but another thing that I that I noticed um I I got a YouTube um notification from dr disrespect right so i clicked on it and he says oh well this video is brought to you by apex mm -hmm. this is a sponsored video and i was like oh okay so these companies 
Yeah. Um, I, reached out to them. Yeah. Paid the money. I, I don't want to. Yeah. I was going to say, if I could shed a little light on this, <laughs> um, there are, there is quite a substantial amount of money involved in, in these sponsored videos, whether that's them sponsoring them for the trip out and back plus whatever there there is some degree of when when it, when something's sponsored by apex or sponsored by ea it, there have been some marketing wheels in motion for some time to get that to happen um not that i think it's a bad thing i think it's a great way to get your game out into the gaming world and let people see it especially when you're dealing with doctor of disrespect ninja profit all these really enjoyable high tier streamers and and content creators um because you can make a lot of commercials but if you have people playing your game and entertaining people too that's going to incentivize more purchases oh yeah oh yeah i think the reason why this game blew up so quick is because of people like shroud dr yeah. disrespect ninja tim the tap man uh fuck even on a smaller end profit profit on fire uh, was playing this from day one, and he was part of that that group of uh, streamers. Profit is that, not uh, small, sir. You take that back. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. He isn't small, but I mean, like when it comes to like <laughs> Ninja and them, I would I would call Profit more like, in that in that mid tier. I, I just I feel like there's like three tiers of streamers, and there's normal streamers, there's like what Profit is, and then there's like Ninja, Doctor Disrespect, Shroud, and those guys. Um, that's fair. There's like that's fair, but I just. I think it was super smart of EA um, to get with these guys and be like, yo, because have you seen a commercial for this game? Just on no, Twitch. Not one, actually. Exactly. One. Exactly. This marketing team for this game needs to be fucking paid. Raises all across the board. Uh, marketing budget? Zero. Because they ain't been doing any marketing. All the marketing, marketing budget they've been on doing streamers. Exactly, and it's fucking worked with 25 million concurrent players in the first what week? Wait, 25 million? Yeah. Concurrent players? Well, tw sorry, 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 sorry. Tw concurrent's wrong. My bad, my bad. 25 million players in general that have signed up for this game. Okay, all right. Yeah, just like that blew PUBG out of the water. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bold statement, sir. Yeah, so 25 million players within the first week is is insane. Insane. Not concurrent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, so um, let's take oh, a... Oh, yeah, concurrent. Oh, 2 million. 2 million at concurrent. Okay, 2 million at concurrent, but 25 yeah. million total have signed up. For right, it. right, right, right. Okay, so let's take a small break for the ad for our... It's going to be playing. It's going to be like, whoa, do you like Anchor? Uh, come on over and, and you're going to hear George's voice and it's going to be soft and uh, it's going to turn you on a little bit I'm not going to lie but just just bear with it uh, let the let the goodies go away on their own <laughs> and here we go and we are back I hope you enjoyed that anchor ad with George's saucy little voice uh, if you're too turned on go to the bathroom take a cold shower come back and listen to the podcast pause it first uh, so next topic Apex Legends undoubtedly changed EA stock prices for the better. Is Battle Royale going to become an even bigger spotlight when it comes to game modes and what publishers push for? Um, so, yeah, this game, if this game didn't change EA stock, then I don't know what the fuck will. Uh, next up, <laughs> yeah. what they also did was uh, EA, in a good light, uh, 
like Michael just said while we were off, a lot of people can't fucking take that. Their their brains are going fucking bananas that they love the game that EA put out because everybody likes to shit on EA. Uh, granted, I think it's 100% warranted because they won't release a fucking Star Wars game. Wait, is that EA? Yeah, that's EA, but... That was okay. Battlefront. Yeah, that's EA. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> wait, who, who's the company... Ugh, fucking tangent real fast. Who's the company that keeps trying to make Star Wars games and canceling them? Oh, that was a... Uh, well, that was a part... One of the Subsidy Studios. Oh, shit. We did this new story on Super them. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Damn. Anyways, that's EA, right? Yeah. No, it's a it's the same company. Yeah, or publisher. Okay, 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 okay. Tangent done. Just want to make sure I, I wasn't talking out my ass, which I tend to do a lot. Um, as for Battle Royale is going to be even bigger. Um, I think we're still in the Battle Royale bubble. It hasn't popped yet because just I don't when think it's going to pop. Well, One of the things that I like about this Battle Royale genre in general. They shut down Visceral it, Games, it, by the way. Okay. What? They yeah, shut yeah. down Visceral Games. Sorry, I had to look uh, it up. Um, one of the one of the things that BR has, um, is one of the most old concepts in the world, where you're instead of hunting game, you're hunting people. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the game is a person. I, can go, I, you, I yeah. If I want to do that, I have to go to Guatemala. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But I mean, that's why that's why I was saying like when I was playing PUBG, when I get. When I when my heart starts beating through my chest and I get shaky because I'm nervous and my and it's almost like my um, my survival instincts are kicking in. Right? My natural survival instincts. Michael. Yeah. Are you sure the cocaine has nothing to do with that? Ooh, it might. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think that this is not going anywhere um, for while we're still playing on flat monitor or even even past that. Yeah, I so, think I think this is this is indicative of something much larger for this industry going forward, considering the free to play model and what Fortnite has built on that. Um, yep. Which which what is undoubtedly what they're doing. They've mapped it out in their roadmap. So it, it's it's a it's a it's a surefire money maker, you know. And and the fact that you know you mentioned it earlier, Anthony, that Activision and Blizzard just laid off so many people. It makes me wonder, you know, what what is this something that every publisher needs to have in their back pocket? A success a successful free to play battle royale style game in order yeah. to be in order to be successful. Kind of, yeah. I, I, I think so too. I think yeah. I think it really is the ace in your in your hand of cards when it comes to being a, a publisher. Like the, you have to have titles, you have to have IPs. But if you don't have a battle royale, because this game came out of nowhere, you know it, it is set in the Titanfall universe, which is kind of cool. You know, there's some relatability there. But for the most part, I mean, not nowhere near as many people played Titanfall as they they have played Apex Legends. So, I I, I think that just just I think the battle royale bubble is never gonna never gonna because battle royale is an official genre just like retro remember when everybody hated retro games and then it made its push back i think at the least that's what will happen with battle royale games is 10 years from now maybe we'll have enough of them and then 10 years after that it'll make its initial push back and blah 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 so but what i do think is i think that people were essentially getting bored with games like blackout PUBG, fortnite 
realm royals or realm battlers or whatever the ones uh, from the guys who made uh fuck i don't know it's like the realm royal i think that's what it's called um the all oh, yeah the guys who made uh fuck i can't think of the goddamn name anyways forget about it i think that we we, we were getting like to a point though where oversaturation was happening and and people the, the i think the battle royale like people were obviously getting a little more bored with him obviously not too bored because uh, fortnite did make billions of dollars over its fiscal year which is fucking crazy um but i think that apex has kind of reinvigorated the battle royale genre adding something new to it and that would be like even with the maps and the sliding and all that stuff that's great but i really think adding this overwatch feel to a battle royale has reinvigorated battle royals and set the bar even higher it's just fucking wild that this genre that seems like a pretty set genre keeps getting one upped over and over and over and over again to a point to where we're getting even better battle royals every you know six seven months now granted we're getting a lot of battle royals but the shit is falling down and the gold is going up now granted i do know that that is not factually true gold has more density than shit so so gold would fall down but in this case the gold went up for all you fucking science nerds well apparently they're falling at the same speed at the moment but when you compare like a game like PUBG to this game i don't think besides the the um, the islands getting smaller over time and the last one wins that is what battle royale is but it's almost like comparing apples to oranges when you're comparing PUBG and apex a game like apex so yeah and, they're both and, they're both fruits but they're definitely not the same fruit <laughs> yeah it's grapes it's grapes and mandarins you know for sure for sure it's cocaine and waffles cocaine and waffles seriously does anyone have any cocaine i need some cocaine for work tonight so I got a question for you guys. When was the first? Uh, do you know if there was like a uh, first look or a a reveal for this game without like gameplay at like an E3 um, at all before this came out? Negative. It was it was totally radio silent until the uh, they hit they had their streamer event, um, which plenty yeah. of people went out and recorded footage of, and then once the embargo lifted, it all came out. Which is okay. not, which is pretty standard EA protocol from what I've experienced as well. So, okay, because a lot of times what they'll do <clears throat> is they'll just give you like a screenshot of the title screen, and then that's it. You know, yeah. and nobody knows what it is. There was real, well, no real mention of it, as far as I know. Yeah, well, I mean, we do news five days out of the week, and the last three months, I don't. I've n never seen anything in the news about it. And right. that's with George and I doing two to three days of news each week, which is crazy. This game really did drop out of nowhere. Um, did you guys ever play File F Firefall? No. No. It was in beta, and then they closed it down last year, or the year before, um, because it just wasn't getting any, any play. This game's art style reminds me a lot of that other game. That didn't go anywhere, and it was really boring. Now, if they would have made that game into a battle royale, they could have made a ton of money, but they never did. It was like a MMO FPS. Mm -hmm. um, sorry that, to go on that tangent. Sounds familiar. But, uh, it sounds familiar. Now, now I'm thinking about it. Um, I don't know. But, but, but back on this, uh, uh, the EA stock prices are better. Um, now, I know that with the Battlefront um, it, debacle, 
uh, <laughs> to have a free-to-play game is not like them. And I, I don't know if, if uh, Redice re or Reroll... Respawn. Industry, respawn. I don't think Respawn um, knew what publisher they were going to go with until they were almost complete with the game. No, Respawn's an internal publisher for EA. They knew oh, exactly really? who they were working for and why they were working for this. Interesting. Yeah, no, okay. EA owns Respawn and plenty of other smaller studios. It, they're, they're, I, I've, I've been in, in their office. It's it's in Redwood Shores, so, yeah. It's, it's, it's Yeah, it's pretty cool. They have a giant Titan in the lobby, and I got some pictures with that Titan. It's pretty sick. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Respawn is an internal... Uh, developer for EA. Um, this, I, I think, this was completely planned in time. Um, personally, I think uh, they knew that they had to do something. They had already announced that the Battlefield uh, Battle Royale mode wouldn't be out until late March, so they, they they kept it under wraps. And I think it was probably the smartest thing they could have done, um, because again, this game coming out of nowhere just generated so much hype out of nowhere and it is burning hot right now yeah i mean if i'm looking at their stock prices right now they went up 20 percent since it launched on the 6th yeah it, it, it has been a buy or sell okay would you say buy or sell now <laughs> uh sell Welcome to the to the newest uh, portion of this podcast, uh, stock uh, stock answers and questions with Michael McCown, <laughs> who is not um, licensed to give any financial yeah. advice. No, <laughs> <laughs> you, you need to do your due diligence. Uh, um, Michael but Michael McCown like a seller's is a, market for the uh, EA stock. <laughs> Michael McCown is a professionally unlicensed uh, stockbroker. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering in the last five years um, they were at. Uh, a year ago, less than a year ago, $150 a stock, which they've never been at before. And then from Battlefront 2, it went straight down to 80 bucks. And so they took a loss of like uh, half, about yeah. roughly half. And uh, now th now they've gone up uh, 20% since then. So now they're at $100. Well, and Battlefield, um, Battlefield 5 sales didn't help them either. They, they, they had a call recently and they, they were like, yeah, Battlefield 5 undersold. So there, there's there's a lot going on with EA, but Apex Legends has undoubtedly changed that for their for the better, obviously. So, you know, if something like this can exist in a free to play model, then I'm pretty much okay with it. The only gripe I would have is right now I can't really see being able to grind out enough currency in order to buy each and every legend as they have it. So here's hoping that changes down the road maybe with a balance tweak or something but i think the general idea is to get someone to buy into the battle pass model which would make yes. sense and i'm almost there i'm almost ready to um provide them with some cash um through that system because i enjoy the game so much to and be honest i i don't i wouldn't mind paying at least ten dollars to get one of those unlocked uh people that's you know what and that's that's kind of just supporting the game because you did get it for free um it feels good to be able to give back and i think i think uh doing it for ea is a little little lost oh i'm not doing it for ea i just want caustic because i want to be able to to do bangalore uh 
matchups with people who would rather main Bangalore, you know? <laughs> well, I'll main Bangalore here in a minute. Uh, after we get done with all of this, I'll, I'll main it, and then uh, we'll play together. I'll main you all Ooh. oiled up. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Easy. Easy. All right, Getting Mike. all sauced um, up now. Um, this, I feel like this has been a really good discussion on, on, on Apex. I feel like we had a lot of the good points. But Michael. Yes. Mike. 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 Yes. Where can people find you? Let us know where people can find you. Um, you can find me on Twitter, uh, at Gameschooled, uh, at, at Gameschooled, literally. Um, with a K, then, S-K-O-O-L-E-D. Uh, yeah, S-K-O-O-L-E-D. Okay. Um, else? let's see, um, we're, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on, uh, on, uh, Twitch. We do some Twitch streams at Gameschooled, um, we try to do everything there, um, I am considered the selected lamb or action gambit. So if you want to get a hold of me personally, um, go to my Instagram at dot uh, com forward slash the selected lamb. Love it. I love yeah. it. All right, Michael. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Awesome. Thanks for the invite. I think uh, I think you're right. We did a really good uh, discussion <laughs> on this Apex. We did some good here today. We did some, <laughs> we did some good nerdy shit. <laughs> We're doing God's work here. We're doing, yeah, we're doing God's work. God, God has uh, his plan has gone full circle and making people like EA again. Yeah, <laughs> making them EA again. <laughs> back, the apocalypse. Hey, everybody, calm down. The apocalypse has been averted. Everybody loves EA again. <laughs> Donald Trump is like, let's make EA good again. <laughs> we're going to make EA huge. It's going to be going to be huge. Be huge. Apex Legends. Apex Legends. I've never played it. I've heard a lot about it. It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> it's amazing. It's going to be big. <laughs> all right michael you have a wonderful night thank you so much for being on the show all right great thank you and there you have it everybody that is episode 18 of the dad's beards nerds podcast 18 episodes george man we're almost to that sweet saucy 20 dude i can't believe it's been 18 episodes of prime already since we we changed it i can't it's gone so fast it has gone so fucking fast we had that little gap in between where where my internet was shit so we weren't really able to knock out episodes on a weekly basis but now that we're on that that you know weekly basis we're just fucking barreling through it i, 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 I love it i love where it's going i love that i'm i love that i'm doing this with you me too man and and <clears throat> i love that everyone's enjoying it so same okay so remember if you'd like to be a part of the podcast leave us a message via the anchor app by going to dad's beards nerds podcast homepage on the app wow i, re- <laughs> I need to change that find us on anchor.fm slash dad's beards nerds there you can leave us a message by hitting the message button on that page i'm going to reword this because i just lost all my places uh if you'd also like to support the podcast you can go to anchor.fm slash dad's beards nerds and hit the support podcast button you can choose a tier where you like to support us for 99 cents 4.99 or 9.99 per month so that was episode 18 with the wonderful michael mccown i'm anthony And I'm George, and thank you everybody for coming out and listening tonight. Have a good night.